You got a team, here's a word of the wise. You want to dominate your league? Go to football, guys. Football. I'm living in a fantasy. Football. Got everybody mad at me. Football. Because every game I had to win. Football. I got to be a champion. Carolina Panthers want to be a champion and that's why they trade for the number one overall pick with the Chicago Bears bloom the news went down Mm -hmm. this afternoon the NFL world is scrambling but uh yeah we're a little chill chill man yeah we are well there's a lot of time to think about it see we talked about this on Tuesday right the Lamar Jackson offer sheet if it's going to happen the Bears trade this is going to go down before free agency. You want to know before free agency where you stand. And the Panthers, and since we've seen this, the Panthers not fixing their quarterback position, not for lack of trying, not for lack <laughs> right. of creativity and ideas and imagination. Uh, but, you know, on the Panther side, I think that what would they give up? Nine, 61, a first round next year, a second round in 2025. If you hit on the pick, if it's your quarterback, but your fans court, it was worth it. And DJ Moore. Oh, did I not mention that? DJ Moore. DJ Moore uh, helps the Bears. Uh, the Panthers had him cost controlled 20 million a year, which I mean, a year or two from now, that's going to look cheap, right? So yeah. uh, on the Panther side, the question is who's the quarterback? Is it Bryce Young? Is it CJ? Is it Anthony Richardson? Uh, and I would then, say no on Richardson. We can get into all that. Yeah. Um, Vegas odds are out, Bloom. I don't know if you've seen them. Ooh. They favor heavily Stroud, which is weird because well, I think it would be young, but Vegas is like, it's not even good is, money to put it on Stroud. It's tough to prognosticate this because if you are turned off by his Bryce Young size, the quarterback position, then you're not going to take him number one. Uh, I think what happened with Baker Mayfield might also make teams a little bit wary. I don't know if Baker Mayfield's failure had anything to do with his size, but you know how these teams think they're superstitious, but you know, for the Panthers, they're making that big decision. I hope the Texans had quarterback one and quarterback two close. And then all eyes to Monty Austin for it and the Cardinals. Cause now if you're the Colts, if you're the Seahawks, if you're the Falcons, if you're the Raiders, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you want quarterback three, Anthony Richardson, maybe it'll be Bryce young. Maybe you have Will Levis higher. The point is, the Colts now know it's going to be quarterback, quarterback. So if somebody else trades up to number three and they had a gap between three and four, Aziz, would you say there's a gap between three and four if you're scouting this group? There's a gap team? between two and three. Like everyone's gaga over Anthony Richardson for the physical. But again, the physical is easy to see. Like every time I hear everyone go on and on about Richardson, I'm like, yeah, you're like a year behind. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my God, it's a rocket arm. Like, yes. Oh, my God. Explosive. Yes. Why is this film so God bless it inconsistent. Like there's one and two mm-hmm. and then there's a gap and then there's three. And then I don't think Will Levis, Levis is even a first round quarterback, but right. he might be get taken in the top 10. So we may see action there as Arizona uh, also for the new GM has said, they're open to trading down from number three. And do you have now with Jalen Carter and the legal troubles hanging over him, you know, do you have Will Anderson that much higher than every other prospect in the class? Probably not. So Arizona now is the bell of the ball. And uh, then we have to look at the Bears. And I would say this, no excuses for Justin Fields now, right? You got Mooney, Moore, and Claypool. No excuses. And they gave the Steelers got number 32. That's pretty good, right? For just Chase Claypool for two years of Chase Claypool or one year of Chase Claypool, a year and a half. That's pretty good for the Steelers. Getting number 61 this year helps the Bears. 
the Bears will still get a really good prospect at number nine. Again, that first round pick, that second round pick, and DJ Moore. So we went from this time last year, Cease, or even at the beginning of the year last year, why aren't the Bears getting anything for Justin Fields? Why aren't they setting Justin Fields up for success like the Jets have for Zach Wilson, for instance? Well, he's set up for success now. Yeah, and they need to continue building around him. Treat Justin Fields like the Eagles treated Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like, go get him more, more, more. Like Kylo Ren, more. Sure. That's what they need. So the Bears, Kluge's in the chat room. He's like, the team actually did something right. Well, and like you said, Lovey Smith. I mean, let's not forget, um, not that the Bears wouldn't have been able to trade down from number two, but right. they would have got a fraction of the price, half the price. I mean, that it's, you know, for the Panthers to have that choice uh, of the quarterback class is so important. So, you know, we'll see. Uh these moves, these quarterback moves continue to fall into place. I think the other name sees that we're going to be watching real close over the next few days is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that's team and Aaron Rodgers, of course, but and that's more, right. I think we're just we're talking about trade compensation. Uh, but these pieces are starting to fall into place. We've had quarterback movement the last, what, three years now, like no other. Uh, it used to be much less frequent that this many names would change hands. I still don't think we're going to see Lamar Jackson move, but this was the trade we were looking for. The Bears did the right thing, and they didn't trade down from one to two or one to four and then trade down from two or four to nine. A lot of people had that double leapfrog happening instead or a reverse leapfrog. Uh, instead, they trade all the way down to nine, but they get DJ Moore, who, again, is already cost-controlled. They get a, a boatload of draft capital, and they're going to get uh, a lot of hopes in a division i think that is really wide open now especially with aaron Rodgers likely out of it yeah and let's talk about the division where i think bryce young is going to go now again vegas is saying cj stroud and we can get into the as much or as little as you want right now uh, about those two but if bryce young is the number one overall pick because when you make this move you have a guy oh yeah this isn't making a move unless you're going like, we'll <laughs> uh they the uh uh, the Kyle, poor Kyle, man. Yeah. Maybe he can lure Brady out of retirement. But anyway, you make this move because you have a guy. If Bryce Young is the quarterback, he's the best quarterback in the division. Like, look at the first time yeah. since 1973, right? Everyone will have a new quarterback. Yeah. And now Carolina, if they do get Bryce Young, and I, I tremendously believe in Bryce Young as a passer who also can threaten you as a run. My only concern with Stroud is he throws a lot of wide open guys. So, you know, how does he manipulate uh, coverages with his eyes? We don't necessarily see that as much. Obviously, he's very talented as a, as a passer as well. Again, I don't think Levis is a first-round quarterback, and Anthony Richardson is the toolsy guy. Right. Um, but we've seen plenty of toolsy guys never do anything. So, like, uh, yes, yes, everyone should be high on Anthony Richardson, but don't get too high on your own supply. No, and it's, it's another layer we can put in here is which quarterback would fit well with Frank Reich, uh, right. you might you might look at what Reich did with Carson Wentz, a toolsy quarterback, right, and say, well, maybe that w would put Anthony Richardson on the table. But how things went the second time around with Carson Wentz might want him looking more for that quarterback with the processor. That's Bryce Young. So yeah, it's just going to be more and more intrigue as we get closer to free agency, as we get closer to the draft. But I think this was one that wasn't that hard to see coming, both with the Bears trading down. And we, as soon as the Bears got that number one pick, we knew that was the move for them. And the Panthers trading up because there hasn't been a team more desperate 
to fix their quarterback position over the last few years. They're going to get that. So Panthers fans, just like Bears fans, you know, you went through the desert for a little while, but you found the oasis. Well, and here's the thing. You're not, God bless America. I wish I could cuss. You're not effing around. Sorry, yeah. Joe. Right. If you how many teams are like, we're okay. And like this, here's comes my Desmond Ritter rent. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite going to go Matt on Daniel Jones, but like, you're Atlanta. What are you doing? What are you doing, Atlanta? We got Desmond Ritter. It'd be just like if Carolina was like, we got Matt Corral. Yeah. And I Corral rated higher than Desmond Ritter. And again, Desmond Ritter is the toolsy guy. Desmond Ritter has everything you need to succeed in the pros. But what about his processor? Anytime under pressure, he looks like dog crap. Okay. So it's like now if you're Carolina and if it is Stroud, and everyone's saying it's Stroud, and Vegas thinks it's Stroud. So let's just say it's Stroud, who's, again, very capable as a passer. Now, not only do you have the best quarterback in the division, you have a chance to go to the playoffs. Right, this year. With a first-year coach, with a coach that's going to whisper to your quarterback, develop him, and you know they're going to you know run the heck out of the ball. You know they're going to Frank Reich it up, man. So if you're Carolina, we're talking about the Bears. Hey, Bears fans feel good. I think our chat room is full of Bears fans. They're over the moon. If you're a Panthers fan, you might be playoff-bound this year. Yeah, and that division is wide open. The NFC North is wide open. Quarterback moves are going to go a long way to determine how these uh, divisions shake out. But you look at the Panthers now with Frank Reich, and I guess the next move for the Panthers, because, see, I'm thinking of the Jags last year and Doug Peterson Mm -hmm. getting the stink of Urban Meyer out of the building. It's the same thing with Matt Rule. Um, you're, You're really hitting the reset button here. So not that there's a lot in free agency, for the Panthers. You know, you're not going to replace DJ Moore with Jacoby Myers or DJ Chark or Alan Lazard. Right. But this is important because now you really have a runway to rebuild this team very quickly uh, in a way, even without these picks, in, in a way that's going to show your priorities, show your vision of how you're going to win in the future, Scott Fitterer. And uh, it, it's great. This gets the juices flowing, Cease. And again, the teams can't lie in these trades. Teams, teams can't lie in the draft. They show you what their priorities are. They show you how they value these players, what they feel about the future of their team. And, and again, last thing I'll say that I think when I saw this trade go across is no excuses for Justin Fields. No excuses for this pass offense. Mm-hmm. The Bears have made a decision here to go with Fields and all of this, DJ Moore and all this extra stuff. But if Justin Fields doesn't improve as a passer, then... It may look like they made the wrong. Well, this is one of those intersectional moments, Bloom. You've talked about this before for years on this show. Like, we're going to look back at this point in time and be like, did the Bears make the right move? Or did Carolina with C.J. Stroud win three Super Bowls? Right. Or Bryce Young. Right. Yeah. And then the Texans no longer control their destiny because of Lovey Smith, which is delicious. (laughs) It's delicious. It's delicious. Did we talk about Lamar on the news? And I mean, everyone's saying no. Okay. Yeah. The the problem is, yes, because we were before the tag. So non-exclusive tag, quick Lamar thing. Sure. One bunch of teams are lying. We totally don't have any interest. Do we have interest? Um, So take that, for example. The other thing is people don't want to piss off their quarterbacks like the Browns did with Baker. And again, Caroline is out of it now. But if I look at Washington, for example, mm-hmm. you can't say you're interested in Lamar because oh, you want to hurt Sam Howell's feelings. Yeah. F your feelings again. Sorry, Joe. I'm in a mood, Bloom. Yeah. In a mood, but I, I think it's an exciting mood. Yeah, well, it is exciting because you feel the take plate tectonics moving again. This was uh, one of the notes I signed off on 
uh, uh, Tuesday. And looking at the betting market, uh, at least as it stood right after the tag was applied, and then you saw these teams, one after another, Carolina, Atlanta, Washington, Miami, and Las Vegas, all saying they're out. Miami, by the way, picked up the two, a toll two, they're going to pick up his fifth-year option. Um, but if you look at the betting markets, Detroit actually was the favorite of the team. You know, it's if he doesn't end up in Baltimore, where would he end up with, right? Detroit, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is interesting. Glazers, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't care. Uh, Indianapolis. And again, if you're Indianapolis and someone trades up with Arizona, or if maybe you're not interested in trading up with Arizona, I don't know. Indianapolis, I, as far as I know, has not said they're out on the March Jackson. New England never ruled out New England. It's smart, right? Didn't we think mm-hmm. that Belichick was going to end up with Lamar Jackson as he was falling down the board that year? Like they're just setting it up for Belichick to get Lamar Jackson. Here why, we go again. Why? Uh, the Jets. And again, we're waiting on the Aaron Rodgers. And then Tennessee. Why not Tennessee? But I love the way Rand Carthon is just ranting everybody out of town. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we'll see. You know, we'll see about Derrick Henry. Uh, There's conflicting reports there on whether he's acting. Mike Silver says his sources are general managers, and they said he was shopped. (laughs) Uh, John Jones said everyone talks to Mike Silver, and like I don't have any beef with him at all, but I'm just Mm -hmm. like, man. People know he's going to run with your stuff, and they still talk to him. I've seen, I've yeah. seen them. I've seen yeah. it. I've witnessed yeah. it. And then I've witnessed Broncos players getting mad because, like, Mike Silver ran with. Like, you were talking to him. You talked to Mike Silver. You yeah, knew it. it exactly. Mike Silver. So I, I will see. Again, I think if you're serious about signing Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet, you're doing it before free agency starts. Um, and then remember, you have that offer sheet. I think the Ravens like five days to decide something like that. So your money is tied up. So you don't necessarily want that. I mean, if uh, I would think with Lamar, you almost want it to happen like over the weekend or it's not happening until after the first wave of free agency because it's going to be crippling and you're not going to know whether you get Lamar Jackson. But, you know, I feel for Lamar, Joe Goodberry, who we love. Joe Goodberry. Love Joe Goodberry. Um, He's saying something that we echo too. I just want him to be on a team that wants him, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want it to be somewhere that he's embraced. And I'll be rooting for Lamar Jackson. I'll be rooting... Well, I don't know if it's the Ravens by default. I can't for the Rappers. Sorry, Brandon Stokely. Uh, but again, more moves, more shoes to drop. We're just getting started on the roller coaster. And every year, Woo! season free agency, there's a few moves that no one sees coming, right? Yeah. Yep. Not even Adam Schefter. Woo! So sit back, relax. Buckle your seatbelts. We're yeah. here for you. If something breaks, we'll jump on. Bloom, I do have to know. Don't get mad at me for asking. Oh, please uh what music were you watching oh the danny like, parker because i was texting you i was like show show we gotta do a show they yeah, just yeah. traded they just traded and then you're like i was watching in new music. orleans so what what yeah. were you doing man what? down at the jazz museum so they took the old u.s mint that's down in the french quarter they turned it yeah. into the jazz museum nice. and they have a, a danny barker festival danny barker was uh an amazing guitar and banjo player who played with everybody who was anybody um really revived the brass band scene here uh just a, a total pillar of new orleans culture and they have a festival honoring him so a lot of traditional jazz a lot saw um shannon powell the mayor of tremie uh saw Gerald french and his band and it's just it's, it's beautiful i mean in new orleans you can go in the ordinary music in new orleans is some of the greatest music played by some of the greatest people and it's happening all the time so if you ever come down hit me up and i'll, I'll let you know where to go and who to see and tour guide you're like oh yeah david lee roth <laughs> What, what is that? Just a gigolo, uh, California girl. California girls, I think. Yeah. yeah, something. We're old, anyway. 
uh bloom appreciate you appreciate yeah. our audience thanks for jumping on board everybody we'll be back tuesday morning with a news and notes show yeah. if anything breaks like this we'll be back with that uh, if anything do all those youtube things like comment share subscribe hit the notification bell so that you never miss a vid he's sigmund bloom follow him on twitter at sigmund bloom i'm at cecil Lammy. be safe be kind know that you are appreciated stay tuned and as always please i ask that you stay frosty we're going to yeah see so the time machine is working out really well for us i don't know why my fantasy teams are all like two and three and one and four though